Hello everybody, and welcome to our full album review for the Griselda Ghost Project, which is West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Big Ghost LTD on the production, and they put out this project, what, in 2015, I believe? Yeah. And they re-released it, like, last month. And so here we are doing another review featuring Mr. Westside Gun joining him. Conway the Machine, like I said, this is the Griselda Ghost Project. We are mad excited to get in here. Give our thoughts. It's a bonus episode of the Headspace Podcast. It's your boy holding Stefan Roy. And it's also your boy Chris Chrome. I'm glad to have you back this week, though. That's that's true. I wanted to get older and not work on last weekend, so I did. And then my birthday is the same day as Daylight Savings Time, so it's like this beautiful gift of an extra hour of sleep for an old man like me (laughs) um either way we go through these albums track by track so we're going to give you our thoughts on every song the griselda ghost project we're going to let you know what we think we recognize we some regular people giving our thoughts and reviews on every single song but we are still people with opinions and thoughts and ideas and therefore we share them and there's a little preface to our favorite comment of last week's video because we care a lot about what y'all think and a lot of our ability to grow and become better reviewing people has been due to awesome comment interactions and so last week what album did chris chrome talk about west side guns project hitler wears hermes seven and on that chase carted jenna said why you reviewing artist you a don't listen to a uh and never listen to as in do your homework on west side gun has maintained and progressed the culture having major deals with two hip-hop legends at the same time never done before um really i don't know if that's 100 percent true having record labels with two at the same time i guess that might be is if is that a first if it is that's cool i didn't know that because why would i google that because why would i go if i'm looking up west side gun why is the thing that i'm gonna ask the google machine is he signed to multiple major records i know about the shady deal did you know about the shady deal well i mean isn't griselda part of like shady records and everything? like in a so. distribution situation right. i know the details of that and yeah i'm super stoked we a bunch of photos of them chilling is with them. mad stoked for the upcoming album that's why we going so hard on griselda Can over talk the for well that's another one but i was talking about the conway machine group album that's coming out on shady because i'm not really sure if it's a group album or not because at first i read it was a conway then i believe it got bigger and more inclusive for everybody because everybody sounds good together as in you know west side gun and benny the butcher i'm a huge fan of this squad since i discovered them earlier this year with tana talk three and then i've basically just been jumping on everything but here's the thing why are we reviewing an artist we don't listen to? Because that's like 80% of the reason this channel exists. Like, why? <laughs> what's the, what's why, the other 20%? Why, oh, so I can, you know, develop my internet, SEO, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, yeah, like fair, fair day enough. job stuff. <laughs> but like, are you kidding? That is the dumbest idea ever that you should not review somebody. Like, listen, the albums come out. I'm kind of happy that you're albums, Albums this. come out on a Friday. And in a lot of this, this is not the case for the Griselda Ghost album, I know. But like in my life, album dropped Friday. By Saturday, the following day, I'm reviewing it. Why am I doing it? Because we're reviewing the new music on this show. That's the answer. Anyway, I answered him like this. I just was like, look, there's a lot of fair criticisms to make, but I sometimes find that fans get oddly possessive over like things like ignorance like that. Like, here's the thing. I don't have to know anything about West Side Gun 
to put on a West Side Gun project and tell you what I think about it. Will I catch the nuances of his fashion, sports, hybrid pun bars? Probably not on a first listen. But then you do a second listen. You do another album. Over time, you get the sense of why they're good. And then another question I have for this fine person. If y'all want Griselda to be recognized as like the dopest of the dope, right? Y'all really want people like me and our channel here to be reviewing it so they get more love. Like that's, that's how the game works. We actually did Westside Gun a favor in a sense by helping his equ SEO equity. We could have reviewed something else. And here's the thing, if we didn't do that, let's say we reviewed Mumble Rapper Person because right, we're right, using right, their right. language here. Would've they would have been like, side. why didn't you review Westside Gun? You should go check him out. You can't please people. So I don't know, that comment irked me this morning when it came in. And I just sometimes, I just sometimes want to let y'all know what it is. So I hope Chase Cartagena comes back and gets to see me respond to his comment here. And I hope he puts some salty crap so he can be the next favorite comment as we do another Griselda project next week as a bonus episode. So just to like, Ray, because that's a crazy transition. This is what we do on the show is we go track by track and give our opinions. So I'm giving my opinion on this comment on a review I wasn't part of as a person who manages and, you know, kind of is the channel. So there, there you go, person. I answered your question. And but also to contextualize, because I'm just going to kind of bring it back to the review portion of this, right? I, no, it's sorry. Just one more comment. You can argue the research bit, and you can maybe say that Chris and whatever didn't research it enough. But, yo, have you guys in the comments actually Googled things in an SEO era? Like, it's just a weird concept. Like, I shouldn't have to watch 17 interviews to, like, review an album and, you know it's literally time not possible and here's the other part you got like two weeks before y'all the fans don't care about the album review when you're on to the next thing too so like just anyway i'm gonna stop being salty it's not good to start it off with such a negativity but i have been told when i rant like this to some people it's amusing so i hope you found this amusing this is what the fuck i'm like on this show Anyway, Chris, go back to your reviewing comment I, that you wanted to make. I was just going to say, as we do like in every other show and we contextualize where we come from, I'm pretty sure I did say that I'm very ignorant to what West Side Gun does. It was also my first project. Granted, I am being a little defensive, but like just nah, keep in mind. It doesn't we matter, do Chris. Kinda... You didn't study the thesis of Griselda Records' entire past history to understand. <laughs> you're you're not from Buffalo, Chris. You don't <laughs> you're understand. absolutely right. You don't understand high end fashion. Proper. You're right. You're he right. didn't know what Hermes was, and I was like, come on, dude. That's fair. You don't need to know what Hermes is if you're from like lower class Montreal. It's it's like who wears Hermes here? People are way out of my knowledge shit, okay? People don't just buy that shit up here. Like high fashion isn't actually as popping in Montreal. It's, it's really like thrift shop land up here. We wear old clothes and certain brands like hip hop brands will do well, but right. high end fashion, man, if you wear that, you're called a douchebag in our town. Maybe not in your town, in my hood, in my anecdotal life, okay? Anyway, 
You gotta establish that. If you don't establish with explicit detail that it's your anecdotal right. story, people right. feel you're talking about them or something. So right. it doesn't apply to you. That's cool. Man, I'm in a mood today. You know why? Because do, 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 do. Special thanks to the patrons. It's Milk Attempts, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black, Hurricane Lindell, Williams, and Coney Sparks. We'll touch it's on that at the end of it. Do, 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 Chris, what are we reviewing today? <laughs> We are so reviewing because he wants to laugh instead. For this for <laughs> this week's Headspace Review bonus episode, we decided to go with Griselda Ghost, which is West Side Gun and Conway the Machine. Prediction, big Ghost LTD. Let's get yep. it love words, dude. Um, so, yeah, that's what's up on this project. Uh, this is the part of the show where we like to contextualize our familiarity with the artist, which we've touched on a little bit already in this episode. And the reason for that is so that the people who might wonder why we're reviewing it know that we recognize in advance our ignorance like i don't know fuck all about fashion and sports i might miss bars that's the truth of this review um however i do know a, a decent bit about griselda um i have since my little quest of doing these reviews learned that west side gun is seminal in the founding of the movement and they have done some amazing things like the release schedule has been insane this past year in my opinion like all three of them uh Zimpini the Butcher um Conway the Machine and Westside Gun have just baffled me with their ability to produce consistent high quality project after project like I'm pretty sure Tana Talk 3 is in my top five this year and if the plugs I met was like a little longer it would be there personally Benny's my favorite so far in my endeavors but I gotta say that hearing Westside on this project in advance blew my fucking mind like he he sounded divine in in my opinion on this project so like I have a newfound respect for him because I did one of his projects recently and I don't know, man. Westside is one of those guys that can just say whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he literally, like, I think it was on Conway's project. He, like, just doesn't rap for the verse. He just, like, talks mm -hmm. the whole, like, it's, 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 it's the swagger and the energy I find so appealing. Like, I think it's the voice. I think that's something that coming off of his last project, right? I kind of feel like, and I think I said it too, his voice does something that gives him this, like, edge of being that, like, boss guy that, like, I can kind of do what I want. Because I feel like it has this, you're not expecting that voice. Because I find it's a little, like, high pitch, really kind of like, I guess you would stereotype it with some type of other person. But then he kind of just comes in with these, like, I'll fuck you up. I got money. I got this. And the way that he just uses his voice, I feel really, like, really does that energy. Anyway, there's a few things I do like about the squad that I find consistent across each of the projects we've heard so far. Um, and we'll get into that as we go through it. I definitely am not that familiar with Buffalo, New York. Um, and I'll do my best to go through these albums and not offend the overly sensitive fans of this extra hard music. Because, man, I don't understand it. Like, the harder the music... The more the fans seem like they're gonna fucking die for the artist in some way like really like and this might piss off a couple people but my favorite is watching wu-tang clan fans fight amongst themselves like school children fully growing adults on blast making themselves look like school children on social media as a 32 year old person i recognize the difference between mature adult behavior 
and fanatic childlike behavior. And man, join some Wu-Tang fan groups, people. Don't say anything. Just watch those notifications. Enjoy that pop, that popcorn meme, whoever the fuck it is yeah. in the theater. That's yeah. what my Me life... Me at 3 a.m. looking at all 425 arguments on a random oh, post. so fucking good. Anyway, uh, that's all I got to say We're going into it. I was just excited, and I'm going to keep being excited for future Griselda projects. Um... Uh, do you have more to add here? Well, no, I was actually going to ask you, moving into, like, the album cover. I don't know what movie it's from, but it's from a movie. I don't know which one it's from. I didn't even look it up, and I probably should have. Well, it also kind of feels like um, an like it has an assassin. It looks like an assassination. looks like some kind of government thing. So, I don't know. It's cool. I'm trying to, like, give it some type of recognition. Like, I just, I don't know. It's nice. I mean, I to try. me... It looks like it's paying tribute to an influence of the style and culture of what they're doing. I've noticed there's a lot of this uh, in what they do, taking stuff like, I don't know, Scarface or different types of gangster movies that are almost classics, mm -hmm. which is a good visual representation of a lot of what they rap about, and slapping it on. But it's also this, like, I like it because it, I like the style of what they do because it's stripped down. It's almost like a fuck you to the system. Like, this blatant taking an image, repurposing it, and basically skirting by copyright law. I actually don't know. I've been wondering if they have to deal with, like, copyright or if they, because of how they alter the images, they can get away with, like, transformative. Like, as an example, the one that had, like, Al Pacino and his face is just, like, covered out or whatever. That alteration with, enough. Like, the, with the gun? Because it's actually, uh, like, I think it's West Side Gun who's in his No, no, no. Face. Well, that one, too. No, um, I'm speaking of a different one. I think it's the Plugs I Met album cover. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you look at that and just two dudes walking. Yeah, in the face so it's like out, slight yeah. alterations to get out of it. And I wonder if like putting the Griselda Ghost logo and the explicit lyrical content thing on the cover itself skirts copyright law. I'm just curious about that. Or is if it's a mixtape, it doesn't matter anyway. I don't know if this is an album or a mixtape. Again, I should have Googled. Oh, well, um, I was more interested in the music personally. And well, this cover, I guess I like the title Griselda Ghost because it's like a good team up of the rappers and the production crew and it just feels like a, a nice group sound to it plus it just almost feels like this like mascot type figure like you picture the griselda ghost is going to appear behind you and haunt you if you talk shit about west side gun or something it's not even them or their shooters it's going to be the ghost this mythical creature that will haunt you forever i told y'all i'm in one of those moods um mixtape <clears throat> Fair enough, mixtape. So maybe because of that, they can get around it. Uh, anyway, that's all I got to say. I actually like the title. I like the cover. I feel like it, it fits this aesthetic that I almost come to expect from each of the projects I've seen so far. Oh, shit. We're like two. Never mind. What? No, no, no. Go on. I, I read September 10th, 2019, and I was like, wow, we're like two months late, but it's 2015. forgot right. this was a remaster. Go on. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Do you have more to say? No, we can start with the Reaganomics and just head into it. Reaganomics. Um, before Chris says anything, I'm going to just talk about how freaking brilliant this introduction is because it's truly brilliant as far as like art concepts go. Um, so recently, actually in there, there's two books that are specifically linked to Latin America and some of the, the different events and fiascos that have taken place in the past. We'll say like one of them is called A History of Violence, and it really looks at Guatemala, Nicaragua, and a few other places. Um, and over the course of 40 years, how things like a U.S. Contra war is essentially destabilized an entire region. Granted, it's not the only factor in the destabilization that Che Guevara book 
Monk over there also explored a lot of other things that were going on. However, one thing is predominantly clear. The U.S. government has in fact and this is all like open you can just google it and learn uh the contra war scandal i think is the particular one being referenced here and this is something that really happened right and it's actually really really whack and especially relevant when you consider things like american refugee crises of 2019 and the kinds of things that are going on in terms of the way the u.s government in 2019 currently misbrands the different types of immigrants and the refugees from areas that are essentially fucked up because of what mr freeway ricky ross himself is describing in this little introduction because during the reagan era in that particular thing and they did this in multiple countries they essentially taught the military how to distribute narcotics they uh move drugs you know and then there's some crazy other shit like they would do things like drop kilograms of fucking crack or cocaine into the hood to get people hooked on it and you know they you know they drop guns they, they just drop crates of guns into the hood let them kill each other motherfucker that's the actual attitude the u.s government has been taking place in different departmental agencies so the fact that you got these dudes coming in and the very first thing they do on a drug dealer album is almost put a different side of the coin as to why drug dealers exist in the situation, who's to blame, and kind of move it around is brilliant. It's almost a, a practical philosophical defense for the existence and purpose of Griselda Records as told through Freeway Ricky Ross. And if you don't know who that is... I, I did my homework. I know who that is. Do you know who that is, Chris? He's the guy that tried to sue Rick Ross, the current rapper, for stealing his identity, which I think is one of the absolute most hilarious things that has ever happened that a kingpin drug rapper of back in the day tried to sue a modern rapper for defamation of character. Wait, Ricky Ross used to be a rapper? Freeway Ricky Ross used to be a coke kingpin, moving like one of the original. Right, I know. You and then Rick Ross. Yeah. Like drug, he's whatever. Drug kingpin sues rapper for defamation of character, but they threw it out of court because apparently, if you're a coke dealer, what are you defaming? I would argue the legacy of your wiki page. Like, there is defamation that happened there. And honestly, it's weird because shouldn't defamation be based on your ability to per make money, right? So think about it. If Freeway Ricky Ross right now makes money off of doing interviews and talks and DJ Vlad's, right. maybe he, he's he bound to have made some money or whatever if this had been on an album and they wanted right. to clear it. Maybe right. they cleared everything now. So right, he's right, bound right. to now make residuals, we'll say, right. off of different types of things. So the way defamation works is if you talk some nonsense or do something that defames another person's ability to make money, that should be a valid case. So Rick and Ross as the rapper using the name and doing whatever Tarnishing he does. the name of right, Rick Ross right. in theory could hurt the pocketbook of, of ex-drug dealer Freeway Ricky Ross. Therefore, I think there's a valid case for defamation, but it would be something that... Because, yo, if you go look into, like, ex-mobsters out of jail and all these dudes, they're all over YouTube talking. Like, y'all think 6 9 is a snitch. All I'm saying is go watch 50-year-old mobsters on social media. It is so weird, but a good rabbit hole if you want to see what the state of things is. So in a sense, yeah, I think Freeway Ricky Ross had a case. Not that that's related to this review per se. It's just thoughts. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that having this little speech describing to people that basically Congress 
or the U.S. government is responsible for this shit, and in a sense, because of this, he became a drug dealer, shows that these people are the product of an environment that is established and directly created by actions taken by the U.S. government in their efforts to intervene in other places. And trust me, what happened over there is pretty bad. Because what do you think about... Yo, some of these soldiers, this book was saying, these soldiers learned how to move something, and they were, like, moving at the height of this shit two million dollars worth of coke a day what do you think you're you're a government soldier in a poor right. country making x amount right. and the u.s government just teaches you how to move two million a day in coke what do you think these soldiers did they quit and became drug dealers that right. look at the state of things now anyway all that being said the production on this uh, on this was pretty good but i was just blown away from the conceptual angle and all of what i just said so it's a five on five i thought it was a strong introduction like so well done like that's how you start an album with a sample like it's right up there with like what dead prez did on uh what is it let's get free or whatever the one with the hip-hop on it anyway that's my thoughts on this one chris now you can say what you gotta say i mean it's pretty much the same thing that you said i really like the uh idea of a trickle-down effect that they became they as in just the general population i'm not directly pointing at anybody but like they became drug dealers based on an effect that happened because of someone else's decision and kind of just doing that whole like validation thing. That was really, really cool. Um, I also like how they're bringing in this like economic sense, kind of like also showing you like there's business behind all of these things. It's not just wars, it's not just drugs. There's mm. actual like money, there's actual That's profit, true. there's actual the US strategy, government planning. Fucked up. He says to the better, they sacked basically certain demographics for the betterment of all other people. Right. Um, so that that's something that I thought was really cool. I also like how there's also this kind of like uh, divide. So the part where um, Reagan and Bush felt that if Russia took over Nicaragua, mm. they would be too close to America. That would be in our backyard. It's still kind of like territorial and showing off this meant like kind of this idea of like yes there's money profit boom 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 but also land and like it's a bigger playing field and i like that idea because well yeah in that case just to expand on the history a little bit is because part of what spawned all of that is the cold war and if russia so basically russia and the states uh fought for control of each of these countries governments through chokehold means like they would cor at bring in corporations and build up infrastructure actually it's what they're all doing in africa today like china and them um but they build up infrastructures and whatever so and then they pressure governments and then they fund revolutions and then the government that gets in either supports the USA or Russia during this period of time. And because of the proximity in Nicaragua, it would be kind of like Cuba where you have stuff where like they put missiles and shit there, they can bomb you and they have a military presence there because if they have it there. So in the global security sense of things, what you have happening is uh, Freeway Ricky Ross saying they were totally okay with fucking up other people's lives for the sake of the greater American white good. Right. Anyway, well, that's pretty much it. I just I like how they're using this kind of like historic moment or this historic conversation to contextualize kind of their atmosphere that the album's gonna be. And I feel like it also gives this sort of validation of like why they're rapping about what they have to do and why mm. they're rapping about. Granted, I've done enough 
projects to know that you know they talk about selling drugs and going through the different hoods and stuff. So, no, it, but I'm I'm glad you say that because one of the things I've loved about Griselda is the educational. It's not just about us. While it is about we're right. done well, there's like this. Here's the blueprints on how you can grind and do your own thing too. Right. Element to it, and starting off with education like that, something that you can Google like Reaganomics. It's fascinating. Absolutely, I gave it a four on five. I I liked it. I just I don't know. I didn't think it was anything bigger than that. Well, it was. It was, we we talked about how cool it is. Let's talk about how the next one's a Rabanga. It's Ravanga. It's Spanish. Oh well, it sounds like Rabanga. Well, no, it's Ravanga because B in Spanish is a V. Hola, qué pasa, amigo? <laughs> anyway, what do you what do you think about this song? Since I talked a lot already, I like it. Um, so I looked into the name. Uh, Ravenga and it's from Scarface I think it's like the opening scene where uh, Tony Montana is killing somebody uh, actually the dude he's killing is Ravenga and there's this whole like dramatic thrill to it but the scene is contextualized in the um, intro of this song uh, Liberta Liberta that's like liberty liberty freedom that type of idea um, and it's cool that they're using this in my in my eyes it's cool that they're using this to kind of contextualize i feel like what they're going to be discussing and what they're going to be doing but in a way the chant of like liberty and freedom i feel like they're using it to be like this is what we're chasing we're trying to chase this life of being able to kind of be free be happy and and and, and not have to be like i guess systematically oppressed or or f stuck in the gutters or whatnot so that was something that i enjoyed um also when you watch the video of um there's a video well there's a little video of the the intro part like the actual movie um the way that they're saying revenga it's kind of feeling like anger there's aggression behind it which also really does suit the type of uh, energy i do get from the grizilda squad here uh, and then, yeah, so that's what I thought about the intro. First, going into the first verse is West Side Gun, and I thought it was really, really cool. Um, more accustomed to how he sounds and kind of how he flows, because I did his project, so I'm not, like, super edgied on that. But uh, I like how he goes off into it, coming off of that, like, for me, that, that liberty, that freedom type of mentality. Uh, this, this the fashion week murderer, face in a Rafe Simons mass chain burglar, roll you in a Persian rug, victim of the ghetto. And I like that because he's, he's in, in the sense of like being free and kind of doing what you want. He's out here looking super fly, killing people if you have to. I like how he's preferencing the kind of like hood mentality or like criminal mentality with like a really rich mask. I would assume Raph Simmons is like, right, somebody really expensive. Uh, chain burglar. I like how like that's. I feel like that's like a play on words in a way, cause like you're robbing somebody's chain, but also like you consistently are keeping like it's a chain of robberies, so it's like mm. an, like like an addiction, like a series. Double entendres. Right. Roll you in a Persian rug. I like that just cause like the I've actually seen Persian rugs. They're really Not for beautiful. Real. I just watched El Camino because we're gonna be talking about that. Me and uh, me and another dude for this channel. Little, little preview of what's to come in the future nice. and they really rolled a person up in the rug and throw them off the balcony so that they can put them in the truck because you know it's a way of, of concealing the body for do you know moving and hiding it as you go deal with it 
Nice. If I understand correctly, in my lack of having committed murder self myself. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but it still kind of plays into the whole like, you know, don't fuck with us. Oh, but it's a Persian rug too, so it's fucking expensive. Right, exactly, and that's already like the the rich and the la- and then he maintain he maintains that like lavish living style. So that was cool. I like how he said a victim of the ghetto. So I think that's also a double entendre. I think it's almost his mentality, the way he is as a right. person, mixed with this person that got clipped and put in a rug. Absolutely. And I like Absolutely. the depth of his lyrics. The more you really start to understand the style after listening to more than one album. But that's what I like. That's what I like about this so far is that right right when he said victim of the ghetto, but it's like fashion week murderer and he's and raf simmons mask and then you're like you kind of he reminds you like yo i didn't have shit like i'm a victim of the ghetto i didn't come from anything i didn't have money and this is what i have now and it's like on top of that i can floss this level due to this success so there's that floss element but i think the most important thing is how good he flows over this beat the beat kicks in on its proper and you just feel it and you got this energy and the way he just raps it like this the fashion week murderer facing a raf simmons mask chain burglar you know and he just keeps it proper i don't think i did it right i'm just trying to exemplify the rhyming elements too but Be- that's that just sorry to cut you off but that's also part of west side gun's voice like mm. and i know what you're saying because so good because the way you're kind of presenting it is more like aggressive like a conway in a sense more like heavy bass but but west side has a higher tone in his voice a higher pitch no but i mean i feel like because look danny brown is the higher pitch without the aggression to me right and west side gum brings the aggression in the higher pitch right he has a confidence and a swagger to it where it's just like like here's the thing i think um power one of the things that conveys the most power in life is absolute confidence more so than money and all these things money gives you confidence in a sense because you have money you know going to the gym and looking it gives you confidence because these are things you can compare it against but i feel like west side gun and the way you hear his energy in the voice it sounds like the dude was just born with balls that are bigger than almost anybody's out there like he's just ready to fucking go and you believe it and conway is like that too don't get me wrong Absolutely. but the higher pitched voice of west side i don't know it just makes it sound a little more ruthless whereas conway i feel like because don't get me wrong conway sounds sick here too i have like both of these dudes on this track they both and the contrast between their voices makes each one of these tracks that they're both on kind of feel like fuller like they really sound good together almost m and dr dre because think about it m high pitch dre deeper voice and i'm not saying they rap the same but it has that contrast that really is appealing you know like yellow and purple actually you say that and then i think of the next track but we'll get to that anyway um so yeah i feel like as far as breaking it down that's the sense of it they rhyme proper um the flow is super intense like clip hanging from the heckler when to plug you like i don't really know what that means but i assume that it's literally like i took out a heckler but then maybe it's a gun or some shit and i don't want to do that i don't want to sound stupid so i'm not going to try that hard with the bar for bar breakdowns i want to just point out the rhyme well, isn't a heckler it's somebody that makes fun of you like so clip so, hanging from the heckler if a clip i would assume it's the bullet clip and then like I'm right. Papa shots at went him. To went, to, went to plug yo. Me and Hector. Hector pour out the next. So yeah, people die because they talk back. I guess that's cool. 
I'm honestly into the energy of this more than I care so much about this. Like, look, I want to recognize the wordplay. I think Chris exemplified how dope with the, the various bars we described that he is in terms of writing. It's just about stuff I have trouble understanding fully due to my lack of awareness in the fields that interest. Like, Westside Gun and I do not go on YouTube and watch the same kinds of videos is what I've come to realize. I um, do want to... I wanted to kind of move into the second verse in terms of Conway. Um, mm. I like his boss mentality his like kind of he doesn't he has this aggressive tone to him but he also doesn't show it as much like i don't feel like he's kind of really out there like i feel like he's just this is what's gonna happen very direct i would say that there's a calmness to the way he spits his bars that feels like what you would picture from a mafia boss that would just never raise his voice because he never has to when he's calm and quiet is when you're truly afraid type of stuff right um i like when he starts off his verse and he's like look look leave up laying in the street broad day fuck who outside fuck whoever see se let them hammers bang ak's banana hang bananas hang Pull up on your spray on the corner while you'll while y'all stand and hang, homie. You can't approach me. You can't just approach me. Me and my brother brought the toughness to your nor in New York, Mason and Oakley. Right, but I do like how he starts that off, and he's just kind of giving you this detailed kind of imagery and out on, on the outside hood. So Mason and Oakley is a basketball bar, and they were a good teaming friends. So West Side Gun and Conway rap in New York as much as these. I believe New York basketball players did in the NBA. Therefore, it's a good bar comparing the stuff going on. I'm yeah, sorry. The I just NBA bar was dope. I just like the detailed explanation of reading the gun violence that's kind of happening in the city. Uh, leave a person laying in the street, kind of self-explanatory. Broad day, don't care who sees or who or whoever's out there. It's all awesome. like it's got this bravado to it. Right. Like you got people that are just willing. There's the willingness of this side of it to lay it down but then there's also that journalistic perception of this is what's actually happening this is what it is this is who i have to be to survive in this environment in this concrete jungle but i feel like even even continuing on to that he even goes on half uh, later on in the verse i'm that person okay listen closely you hear me my homie upstate rocking a rosary 15 for an attempt somehow that he shot Liv that went and snitched. That's how these fake is moving. But it's greatness I'm pursuing with this gangster shit I'm spewing. Now, I like that because he's, first off, he's kind of showing you that I am that person, first off. He's stating that. But then he's also kind of explaining, like, this is why. I've got homies who are really in the pen. I got people who are really doing shit. I'm really disconnected. And if you fuck around, this is what's going to happen. But more importantly, the person who's locked up is because the game is in this bad situation where the truth is people snitch. People are almost breaking the rules to mm -hmm. it, which I thought was another great thing. So it's almost like because the game is fake and you can't necessarily... It's not that the game is fake, but because there are fake players in the game that'll do stuff like that, it seems like distribution of the older lifestyle he had is no longer viable when you consider what's at stake. So pursuing this music version, telling the tales of where he's from, is the way to get to that greatness. And let's be real, between 2015 and 2019, these dudes have really risen. Anyway. Yes. 
Um, overall, I really like the track. I really like the flow and the energy between uh, West Side Gun and um, Conway the Machine. Oh, on the hook, I like I like how he makes a skater reference. Um, so many SBs, you thought I was a skater. I like when West, West Side Gun says that because I do like the Nike SB collaboration they made. Um, they're really, really dope shoes. Kind of like low cut with the nice little Nike check marks. So they're really, really nice. Um, and then just the way I like how he's kind of also giving you the struggle on how like whipping up cocaine in a pot could be difficult or when times are really tough uh so many sbs you thought i was a skater hit him with the banger like ravanga and watching the movie he didn't really get hit with a gun though he just got like stabbed but anyway that's me being technical uh try to lock the yayo with a hanger amy winter call me later now i don't know what amy winter is i think that's just like a white is that supposed to be like a white girl's name i'm not sure did you google amy winter no i didn't i was so lazy why'd you bring it up well because i am bringing up the fact that i like the, how he kind of expresses the struggle of having to still be on that grind that he's using a hanger to like lock the cocaine like he's using a hanger to whip that up and he doesn't have the proper tools and that's still how dedicated he is to making his money to keep going forward fair enough i like that 4.2 on five i don't know i thought the song was pretty strong i thought it had a great sound to it in my opinion um it's the energy this is grind music and i'm a person on the grind my grind might not look like somebody else's grind but i can tell you all about it the grind. a lot of the things these dudes seem to have described i seem to be seeing in all sorts of walks of life is all i'm trying to say and i like it i like the the get it feeling of it like the fact is you can't put this on like so i hit up my elliptical i just bought listening to this album earlier man it just you fucking hate that shit you start feeling the pain fuck it man west side gun grinding you grind too type shit that's how i felt overall with the tone and the energy put forth on it so to me this is just a banger it is an amazing song truly glad to have heard it it's a 4.5 on 5 and i like how they like they just name the songs like just some random lyric or whatever in it like oh you said ravanga let's add that sample okay and then the next the next one is also just like a lyric that gets said in it is brains on the basket i think i said that wrong but fuck it all right chris how do you feel about this one I like the back and forth energy freestyle vibe it kind of gave me um, the way that West Side Gun and Conway kind of go one after another kind of hitting off of different uh, uh, raps uh, for example um, in verse like verse three West Side Gun ends it on CDG hearts on the flip flops while I play the yacht Ak, and then Conway comes in with people let the let the gun bust on my block and it's kind of like they're connecting with each other which i thought was really cool um i know i'm not starting with verse one and kind of going down through the whole song just because uh i don't feel like there's any like actual um real like structure to this song it's kind of really does feel like a freestyle it kind of just feels like they're both they met up they kind of just chill in and or they're maybe in their studio just chilling the beat comes on and they just go with it uh west side gun comes in on verse one right away and goes slow down west you killing them same homie used to rock fed tans and timberlands i just i just want to point out that the way like the last song ends and this song like start like stops is almost seamless so it just like flips into slow down west you killing them as though he's almost responding to the heat he brought on the last right. track and i'm just like that's how cool this album is at like uh the the level of thought that went into perfecting the details of, of the flow of the sequence of songs nice um 
So I also kind of feel like he's giving us this uh, kind of solidifying that he hasn't changed up. Uh, same person used to have dope that made him lean. Uh, shootouts in Dewey Park left his brains on the swing. Like, okay, I kind of, I, I kind of get that, and you're kind of contextualizing that this is who you still are to not be played around with or whatnot. And then Conway comes in with a whole different type of vibe, though. Like, more again with that bossy. I'm not like bossy, like demanding, but like, but like that. That we could say about every track on the album. On right. every track on the album, Conway's gonna come in and sound more of that mafioso styled boss, I find. And West Side Gun is um, kind of raged out. And maybe I'm wrong, and y'all can come at me, uh, but it almost reminds me like West Side Gun's more like a Ghostface killer, and Conway the Machine's a little bit more like a Raekwon in terms of how they're hitting it. Am I wrong? Y'all can let me know in the comments. But just that contrast where if you listen to it, like Raekwon's got more of that boss, that calmer mm -hmm. approach, and Ghost was just like flailing out, ready to go. I mean, mm -hmm. we haven't done that many. We're talking about more like uh, purple tape is what I'm thinking of when I'm saying this. So, yeah, that's just kind of what it reminds me of a little bit in like a cool, like the torch has been handed on over style way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like how uh, Conway kind of just goes like respected by brick movers and shell buses. Nice that nicer than everybody on the last three double XL covers. Mm. Mix the champagne with the dark. My brain weighs smart. Uh, is the suicide fig Clarks. I'm not sure I know what that is. The suede fig Clarks, but it's again still kind of sounds lavish. Still kind of sounds rich. And I feel like that's kind of the pattern of just going back and forth on this song. Uh, I also feel like there's a free flow mentality to this. That's why I think it's like a freestyle because they kind of just don't have any I mean, full like. I, d I don't. I feel like there's a clear structure to this track. Well, what do you? What do you? Everybody does a four bar swap. Like that's the structure. Four bars swap. The whole right, way but I'm through. saying like content wise. I'm saying like content wise, I mean, content -wise, it wise switches up. Like, I mean, I would say that we've already addressed the content on this. Mm -hmm. West Side Gun does what West Side Gun does, and Conway does what Conway does. And the difference on this project is instead of each one on this song versus other ones, and maybe this might sound like kind of limiting, but I'm saying this with all respect because I like what each of these dudes brings to the table. But is that instead of doing like a 16 each, they're doing a bunch of fours and back and forth? Like to me, Maybe it's freestyled. I'm not saying like like they both seem like the kinds of guys that could walk in and freestyle a track because of the level of knowledge and the pun and the ability that they both have displayed and they can put in here. I guess what I'm trying to say is to me, it doesn't sound different than any of the others in terms of whether it's freestyle or written. It's the style and it's consistent. Only what I love about this is that they go back and forth like that and it changes it up and they just go through this track and they just drop like different dope bars. One thing I wanted to point it out is on, I guess what we could call the fifth verse or the whenever West Side Gun comes in, the way his peas pop on that PRP's cherry red Buscemi's lock swanging line. Um, I don't know what it really means there. Uh, what a Buscemi is, is that a shoe? I don't really care. I mean, I really don't. Fashion is not my thing. But the way the griminess of that line, the way it's delivered, like the imperfection of it, the anti-pop nature of it, like as an anti-pop music feel, mm -hmm. like it just felt like the raw. It felt like 
like proper i don't know how else to describe it but just like some of the engineering choices or that rundown feeling of it like it's really just like the the ad-lib game like the little laugh on conway's last verse that little giggle there like it just the elements that get sprinkled into this track are, are freaking dope to me and really like makes it like stand out as a a dope track all things considered as far as the lines goes man i don't know it's just like you would go through the the whole album to me i had the same impression like i'm not this isn't deep concept music this isn't like every song is about something not it's every song is bars every song is these guys creatively may i add repurposing the core contents of who they are by showing that there is this endless amount of ways they can describe it now if you look at it from like the concepts are like you know maybe we're going to be talking about brother ali after and brother ali is more of a this song is about this type thing mm -hmm. i mean i appreciate that i in general want to go think to that kind of music but then there's vibing right then there's you're on the elliptical and you're pushing your body is that meditative moments maybe but i honestly prefer edm or something i'm gonna vibe to you know right. over it right. and i think from the hip-hop side of things that's what these guys are bringing this is some shit you put on in your car while you out there doing your thing whatever that thing may be and you have that motivation music because at the end of the day you know you have West Side Gun, who's at that point in his life where money's got him changing, you know? I was on the box slanging, and then it turned into a thing where now the Audi, he was on the he was on the block, and now the Audi cost a, hunt, uh, a buck, doing a buck, hunting shells, ripping his guts. And you know that he's at a point where this is almost like the past and the benefits of that in the future today. And so it's grind music to me. It isn't, and, and to, spoiler alert, I don't think there's really any song on the album that doesn't really turn into being that. Right. But I bet if you listen to Hitler, whereas Hermes 7, that's the whole project there. And if you really go through a lot of what their catalog is, that's the point of the music they make. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people, and believe it or not, this was the core point of that guy whose comment I kind of put on blast earlier and some of the others may be, is that this is albums for the kind, some people want repetition. They just want the same thing on repeat that's a need that gets filled by what they do is wordplay is, is this type of thing other people want other things in music and i'm just saying within the realms of the kind of music that this album is catering to i think it's exquisitely done i think it's fresh af lit as the kids say oh my god um, anyway i get this a 4.5 i think it just has this flow where you, your head's bopping it doesn't really matter so much what they're saying because what line isn't dope that's fair that's enough. the real question fair enough find me a not a whack line on the album that's a harder thing to do isn't it yeah actually i'm curious people watching and listening to this is there a whack line on the album to you and let me know what you think is whack all right chris Oh, I gave it a 4.5. I thought it was crazy. I do like West, Guy, West Side Gun 7th seven, seventh verse, or at least verse 7 on the track, because it has this, uh, uh, A-O, all you people talking like you getting money, but y'all broke. Like, fuck you, fuck you. Like, it just has this free kind of like, fuck out of here. I ain't really got to fuck with you type of attitude. So that was really cool. I liked on it. Uh, but this song got a 4.5 awesome why don't we move on then and talk about another song that will be braggadocious drop puns and wordplay maybe even talk a little bit about some fashion because yo that car got fendi seats bro i'll be honest this one has a 
there are like tone switches to the songs as in they're not literally all about exactly the same thing like i would say in this track it's less i'm the fucking man braggadocious like that to more mission driven like i'm gonna go make moves i'm gonna go and do as maybe i'm wrong but it is in the same line of how to do their bars but chris how do you feel about this one i like this one i thought this one was really cool it followed that same type of energy we got from the last track um i like that eerie type of sound in the background that way we got we got going they had a nice little wave uh, that you can kind of catch this wave of like kind of playing throughout the background and the instrumental which was really really cool um, but they were both just fucking solid they both did what they, they came and done um, some things I did like uh, from the verses was how Conway starts off and goes look machine bitch I kill movements I will snap promise you scrap I will lose it strap this with this big ass Mac I will use it pop him and pop him again he's still moving I like that the, it's just the, like that. Yeah, go on. Well, the consistent syllable play, like it just keeps you going. Like, I like boom, the imagery. Boom. Like, oh, he came and fucked with me or whatever. He pulls it out, pops him, pops him again. He's still on the ground, twitching. Ah, oh, he's not even dead yet. Right. Like almost like it's such a regular thing. Which is interesting. Like the way that they make it feel like it's such a regular thing is super cool. And then the follow-up line: People got these fantasies about coke sales. Okay, my people would ever make your boat sail, but me, I don't speak about the shit I don't sell. Which is a nice slap to the fake folk out there who mm -hmm. who glorify it. And there are a lot of people with fantasies and like I think the the easy example just forever and ever is Slim Jesus who just made Chicago drill music and was like, Yeah, it's all fake on interviews and everything. He doesn't have much of a career now, but mm -hmm. so there are that's a clear example of of an artist who clearly has fantasies about Coke sales without any reality to it. And I guarantee you that there are a lot of people in all of our cities who do hip-hop who fake it whose day job might be whatever maybe they move a little weedy weed on the side mm -hmm. maybe they have a little thing but they they the way their music comes off they basically pablo picasso no fuck pablo escobar that's what i meant to say right. Right? picasso well they could be pablo picasso creating this beautiful I, image of pablo escobar like i believe that there are ways to do it right like nas is a great example of a guy who documents the streets from a perspective where like it doesn't matter if nas sold dope nas bitch truth but i mean like these kids or these people could have like gone into the streets talked to a couple but there's XYZ there's just and always represented a, it. There's always a difference I find between the people who've done it and the people who glorify it. Right. And you don't ever feel like they're glorifying the streets. Like right away, they let you know it's fucked up with the Reagan thing. It's correct. Right. Then they let you know almost like victim of the hood kind I of feel thing. Like they're first. glorifying the education. They're glorifying the this is why we're trying to show you this world. Like it's not it's not to show you to make it appeasing for you it's so that you can understand that we don't and want this for also everybody. like the standards they put forth in their music like the goals they aspire to so like when kanye goes i'm just trying to see my name on a Forbes. conway you mean i just said conway you said kanye whatever conway uh when he goes i'm just trying to see my name on a forbes page my new shit i'm sure kanye also wants to see that oh yes my new shit sound like something the lord made a fuck can't shake my hand and it's fuck any if you snake my man so right away look at what he's saying there my goal is to be extremely established successful and well off and if you're on forbes list i mean there is the illegal forbes list but we all know we mean the legit one like the one where you're allowed to be rich and spend your money extravagantly because mm -hmm. 
I mean, if I understand correctly, if you're a drug dealer and you make really extravagant purchases, the tax man shows up and then you have some real problems because if I'm not mistaken, the tax man really gives a fuck if you skirt your money. Um, anyway, uh, and then he goes from that to like, you know, I put all sorts of effort into my project to create something that's so beautiful, it's basically God ordained, to then follows that up with, if you are, you know, a snake of some kind, you can't associate with me and I'm going to come after and, you know, you know, fuck anybody that, right. you know, would come after my people like that. He establishes a team and ethics and all that within like four lines like that. I think it's pretty crazy. Or, you know, squares at the stamp in the middle. They smelling pissy. Person in the hood talking all crazy. I'm like, who is he? Gave my youngin' a 30 shot. Told him to get busy. Can't touch me or my slime. Hands off policy. And I like that. Like, where he's like, oh, that person's talking whatever. We'll come take care of it. And he describes, like, from a more boss point. I got my goons. They're going to go deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's pretty strong. And then Westside Gun does his verse. And I believe he comes in. And again, like, a little more fly. You know, he's got purple suspenders with the Max 11 extended, you know, so he's got a little bit of fashion going on as he's coming through. Now that I got your attention, I'd like to mention I'm gifted. What a what a way to start the verse, though. I should have mm -hmm. started there. Oh, it's just like so cocky that you're like, yeah, he is gifted because it's actually that good. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. His verse is cool. I like what he goes. You should have seen it. Diodora purple tape screeching. So I like the idea that like something like I said, this kind of reminds me of the vibe of something like a purple tape. And it's like he gives homage to the influence of the music, which I think is very important. It's very humble of them. You know, uh, my people start reaching. Make sure you hit every motherfucker in sight. Throw them shits in like Erie tonight. He brings up the great likes. Anyway, he said, chill, God, I... And I like that. I like just the way he's like, yeah, okay, go take care of the situation. Got it. And then the song just kind of ends out. And I'm like, this is strong. This is a good track. This is very enjoyable to me. And it's equally as consistent as everything we've seen so far. So I'm giving this one another 4.5 on 5. 4.5 on 5. All right. Why don't we move on then to the Dutch Masters interlude. So this is this little smooth interlude thing. Um... It's got some dude from The Wire talking. It's cool. Just kind of questioning, like, the fuck's wrong with you and shit. Whatever. And nothing. We cool. Did very little for me. It was like an ambiance interlude in terms of what it is. It did make me go, if we were to review The Wire and go through the different episodes, episode by episode, would y'all have interest in that? Let us know for, like, the whatever. Maybe we'll, we'll start talking about The Wire if that would interest you. I realize that show is supposed to be really good, and I have not yet seen it. But this was fine. I give it a 4.15. It did its thing as an interlude, and it served its purpose. If it wasn't here, I'd be totally fine. It didn't sound bad. It was nice. I gave it a 3.7. I thought it was cool. Um, I actually may have wanted to change my grade after I actually started the second the next track on the album just because or the mixtape just because this uh, little interlude actually sets up the whole next song the way I kind of noticed it and the beat is the same the way the next song starts either way before the drums kick so I feel like we're now we've kind of gotten some songs about like you know drug dealing and being in the hood and all this stuff um and then we kind of get this little atmosphere feeling of what it really feels like to maybe be there and then kind of going into the next track, it, it slowly continues and kind of drags on that energy. And then we get on to the next thing. So I liked it. 3.7 on 5. 
All right, uh, the next one's called Richard Porter. This is some jazzy ass, jazzy stuff. That it's was like, cool. I'm not the hugest fan of just like a giant lead sax. Look, the beauty's <clears throat> so well produced and it's well made. Jazz has grown on me significantly since we've gone on our album review quest over the last three years because it's like a week shy of three years of this channel's existence. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Nice. November 16th, 2019 will be three years of doing this. Nice. And um, doop, I've, come, doop, doop, doop. I've come to like appreciate jazz more, we'll say, but it's still like compared to the style of music that we heard on the other beats. I don't like this one as much preference wise, but from like an album point of view, it's such a smart choice. They flip it up, they bring in something fresh sounding. It is very well produced. So, you know, Ghost, uh, Big Ghost did his thing absolutely proper. This is like Conway does a verse and then West, Sky, West Side Gun really just does a hook. That, that would be a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. I mean, right away, it's just that tone setting. You know, I like the descriptive nature of, sorry, Conway's verse. Pyrex exposed some baking soda by the box. It still got resi from the last time. Bitch didn't wash it. So you're just picturing there's like cooking stuff sitting there and he's like, oh, nobody even cleaned it last time. Oh, well, let's get to work. It'll be a grimier batch, I guess. You know, he's uh, up all night, got the stove rocking, cold water running in the sink. Look how that soda locket. The details in the imagery is crazy. The way that you can actually see the whole kitchen and the sink and the water and the liquid and the chemicals like you almost watch the the rock form in your mind you know exactly and then following it up i watch people spend the profit on watches now it's my turn to get the money you just sit and watch it and it's almost like he learned the lesson of maybe it's not the smartest choice to get those watches from seeing how people may have wasted all their money and that's what I took from it. Meanwhile, he wants to almost stack it, you know, mm -hmm. about the shit I got in pocket. Don C. Bills with bottle rockets. So it sounds like he's got a lot of money and some guns, but he's not sitting there with the watches. He's not flashing. He's stacking is what I kind of took from that. And then he just flows through. I don't have a whole lot more to comment out on the end of it. Um, but then he goes, I guess he meets a girl. And then he's like, whatever, the girl will ride with him. But then what I really liked is how West Side Gun kind of plays up on that. Like, he gets the girl because he's, you know, the flyest dope boy. And then it's just, dope boy, get all the bitches. And he just repeats it over and over again. Now, on the one hand, repetition can be perceived as lazy. On the other hand, it's a hook. It's like a mission statement per almost summing up the whole song in a single line that really just every time he says it with the bravado in his voice just slams it down and almost like Conway went into detail and West Side Gun just dropped it up like so he does the verse and then Conway affirms it as truth by pointing out that the truth is dope boys get out of bitches and I'm assuming in an environment of poverty and other such things the guy with the money does very well with the ladies because guess what works in all aspects of life in all cultures everywhere money guy with the money tends to do pretty well with the women here's why because people see how people with money as better providers therefore men get ladies if they floss wealth it's just a base fact of our culture and society so with that being said now go back to the dutch masters interlude right we start off with the guy talking about what you think you're getting a better price, blah, blah, blah. Let's say that's Conway going to the plug being like, hey, I need something. Nah, 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 nah. And then later on in that little interlude, guy goes, nah, not tonight, shorty, or whatever it is. So literally, it's I, like when I heard that and I heard West Side Gun kind of go like, dope boys get all the bitches. 
it literally the interlude contextualized this whole song and then i kind of picture it like conway's now in the kitchen doing what he's got to do and all that stuff and then west side's just there kind of spewing out the legitimate facts but i think it's also the I think it's also just kind of more than just the money. I think it's the lifestyle, the the adrenaline, the danger, the risk. It's like it's not just the fact that we're we have money. It's because we're dope boys. It's because we live this type of life that bitches want to be with us. And they are providers. That's the ovaries. And this is the theory. I'm not saying this is fact. I'm making a comment. The ovaries kick into overdrive. And because I'm watching this marketing dude, Scott uh, Galloway, and he's fucking dope if you're into that kind of thing. Actually, if you're into the business side of what the Griselda folk drop, check it out. He's really up there. And one of the things he points out about Apple is dude holding an iPhone says, I make money. I can afford to buy an overpriced phone. I can take care of your children. Fuck me. And dude like me who rocks an Android is really just as women repellent because it's just like, I'm cheap and I'm smart. Not necessarily the sexiest mm. although my phone's pretty flossy like if you have a galaxy s10 you're probably in iphone line too like yeah. I, I do have a nice phone um it, it, it is i'll admit it yeah. it costs basically what a fucking iphone costs well, the iphone 11 it, i mean yeah, at this point. my shit's like like the phone i got when i got it was like 1200 bucks i don't care who you are if you're buying a 1200 dollars phone it canadian so that's like 900 american uh so i mean anyway that's not the point the point is that yeah that's that's what this is and i do agree with you entirely on the way that the the structure of this album has everything flowing so beautifully into each other i gave this a 4.35 i think the rhyming is dope i think the overall everything is dope i just like it a little less due to the preference of the beat choice i gave this song a 4.3 on 5. I thought it was really cool. And just because... I love the certainty in your voice there. Just because I'm... Oh, it's because now I'm checking into this. Um, did you get the 128 gigabyte for your S10? I don't really care, Chris. Why, um, what is it? Well, they're pretty much the same. The 128 gigabyte for the S10 is like 1,259, so let's call it 13. And let's take the iPhone 11, fuck the Pro or the Pro Max. It's like 979. So nah, like if you it, go it'd for be more the equivalent of the pro because the SE would be the whatever and anyway that's right there's tiers of phones my point is I got a phone that costs ah money. if you're talking iPhone 11 Pro then its base price is 13.79 so it is a little bit more expensive yeah. than my phone but no but I'm saying like you're in that line like you're in that world it's it's the same price as y'all might like, go why cameras are dope yo we can film we film music videos on that although I do wanna I do wanna say. This is where I think, like, everybody should just go to Android because y'all realize you could just buy an iPhone 11 and get the camera adapter thing and start fucking and switching it to the Pro. Yo, but y'all realize the Google Pixel might even have the better camera and betterness in the future. What? What? Cell phone game. <laughs> I digress. The point is that if you have what looks to be wealth, you probably do better at attracting women. And this is just what it is not for everyone not a hundred percent of the cases not saying all women are attracted to rich dudes but i can tell you that broke guys don't look as appealing but i have a question what if i had alligator straps 
snaps, dude. Is it snaps or straps? Straps. I wrote snaps here. I copy the fucking list. <laughs> First, I was like, this shit sounds slower than everything else. And I realized it's not that it sounds slower because it's basically in the same tempo as everything we've had. So it's kind of the same speed. It's that it's way less percussive. It's way less bangy on the drums front. I'm really it's got liking this, like, that loungy smooth, feel. Lounge. See, I feel the same way as I did about the last song in regards to the beat. Which I, I did. I forgot, I forgot to mention. The last track, the, that jazzy lounge feel really... I don't know about you guys, but, like, picture Mob Boss, but in a jazz lounge. Isn't that I, not crazy? I Tell do. me I'm insane. I, I would just picture a mob boss in a classy joint like a jazz lounge because they're to me I just picture class with it right but I think I'm saying that because a lot of the time I feel like it's more of like that, that context of like being in a mansion being in a house being in that room like it's not actually in that but thing. what it's about like, when they go out to charm the bitches of, of they course. just got of course they're gonna be where where you're uh, where you're like a really famous guy you have all the money in the world you got the fine girl that you just picked up because you've established yourself as a you know provider right you're gonna go take her to mcdonald's you're gonna take you sure you're gonna take her to the house at a certain point <laughs> i guess that depends on your girl i mean anyway, I, no, I, 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 i'm talking about <laughs> like you say that but if you were worth a million dollars you wouldn't know this girl that's, that's the truth of the situation. Fair, fair, fair. You would fair, not fair, be fair. in a world where that's the kind of girl you would meet organically. Fair, fair, fair. And therefore, you know, the type of person that's attracted to a dude that makes millions is in an environment like that where I do picture you in a jazz lounge being classy, wearing fancy, so she can rock that new dress you just bought her with the diamond necklace. You know, like that mm -hmm. does sound like an mm -hmm. environment. So on that note. Sonically, I think it is a good follow-up to the last track. It's just not really as enjoyable to me, this this realm we're in for these couple of songs. However, it's all pretty solid. Like, for Fafining for them low-top boost, Bulgari bubble goose, keep acting like you bulletproof, grew a money tree in my backyard, whipped a McLaren P1 like it's NASCAR. I do want to say, though, Fafining for them low-top boost, I like how he actually Boosts. acts like a fiend. Like he actually stutters and he kind of has that like, give me, give me, you know what I mean? Like he actually is fiending for these low top boosts, uh, which I thought was really artistic and cool. Like I thought it was really playing that role. And then he just kind of goes on through with the same sort of stuff we've been getting. I don't have a whole lot more to say, except that I really liked when he goes this person or that person, the grilled chicken jerk. I don't know. It kind of pictures like, you know, he got blasted, right? So like a chicken right after it died, it's jerking. Right. But jerk chicken is good, yo. Anyway, uh, then, you know, Conway does his verse. And I like how he kind of describes this person who got done dirty and they raided his house early and the feds busted in and they got him and it turned out his girl who... Okay, sorry. He bought himself a hoopty, a little crappy car, so he stays low profile, like a tactical drug dealer in the Tyson days, so the 90s, I assume. Right. Um, bought his wife a range, nice car, so he takes care of her. She snitches on him, goes in, but he keeps a good mentality, and he's happy because it's almost been 30 years, so he's almost out soon, so etc. And uh, then it's also there were two people in his organization that snitched him out. Uh, again, it's pointing out, I guess, the complexities of that situation when you're, you're dealing with fake people in your crew. There's that. But the fact is, like, he goes through all of that and describes just how his mentality is still good. He's almost optimistic in light of all that. And I'm like, damn, that's like strength. 
to be able to smile after all after being locked off for 30 years because of betrayals from those who loved you who you loved damn that's an interesting thing to put forth you know like maybe that's a smarter way to be in the face of uh, of opposition like just smile at it and learn how to overcome it in that way and i like how he's like i got my name buzzing with like no real effort slotted your favorite rapper oh well f him people be talking killers but people i promise you with this i don't feel threatened throw shells you know so he basically is and i would say that they really did have an organic buzz they didn't really try as in doing all the gimmicky crap that so many other people do to try to get buzz right like you're not seeing them they're, they're just rapping they're just doing something that is high quality so people gravitate towards it in a sense it's what you're supposed to do to to build up an empire which we'll get to in the next track i suppose but it's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to put in that time like look virality is a terrible strategy virality means you pop up and then it's almost unattainable like people you can go viral more than once i suppose but it's not like you can't build a career on gambling that what you're doing is so gimmicky it's gonna go viral and then to monetize on that it's really challenging to turn that into a career it's not sustainable instead to just not try to just put out quality and let it come to you i find that to be a much more admirable strategy you know and he doesn't have to worry about stuff because he did it right he has this confidence in the longevity of the the long process of building up this empire that they've done it's like you can't touch it because they did it right and i find that really cool so i get it's a 4.35 because it's consistent like everything else on this project and you, you guys know how i feel about the beat i gave it a 4.25 uh 4.2 anyway speaking of the beat we get guitars in the next one i got way happier let's talk about empire gosh i like this beat so so much more i feel like this track just put me in a better mood almost hearing it like yeah i do agree that i do like the guitar loops in it it does have this like electric guitar sounding feel to it that is very consistent throughout the whole instrumental so that was really good and it gives this certain type of like piercing energy to the song itself which i thought it was cool and in general yes they're coming in they're doing the same kind of stuff but the way they describe it is just different like i like how conway starts us off look my shooter stay with his roscoe drinking the culture cypher a little pot around his nostrils so it's like you picture his guy on the ready to go whatever he's coked up he's gonna pull that trigger they got him he, he got him he got him taken care of he's og like rodney little who i don't know who rodney little is so let's see what genius had to say i know genius blah 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 Rodney Little was one of the main antagonists in the Spike Lee film Clockers. He was an older crook in the hood who preyed off the ignorance and ambitions of younger men who were trying to come up. Conway also references Rodney Little. Anyway, so he's an OG gangster taking advantage of people, you know, using that imagery. I guess that's what I would take from that. I don't really know. But I would say that in the sense that OG is a cultural icon, old school like that, he goes into that mentality in the way he delivers it. It's a problem with you. I promise I got a pot to pistol. You're not official. 350's a rocket. I got for a nickel. Use a fake. I'm opposite you from the most dangerous city in the Empire State. I like hey. how they pop certain syllables mm, on, on so this good. project. Like, not just... Yes, I'm talking about the P's, but it's not just the P's. It's the intensity. It's, it's the, yeah, the intensity of when they're, when they're like pop the pistol when they do the pa, pa, like the slow the, the 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 syllables that are close together 
I like how they put emphasis on those to like really make your ears follow the the, the connection of rhymes they're making. I don't know. And then it's like just cool lines like I'm still a champion it was written in the pamphlet I'm as brilliant as Andy Warhol with the empty canvas respect ain't negotiated it's demanded your head is where the shit out of the pistol landed and that's fantastic it's just like he's brilliant he's an artist he's able to look at a canvas like Andy Warhol did and create something and in a sense Andy Warhol's a cool choice because it's like acknowledging that I'm taking what other people have done and applying my own twist to it, which could be a way of looking at Warhol's art entirely. And um, I guess the respect, because that's who he is. And your head is where the bullet that came out of the pistol connects, so he shot you in the head. And then you got, you know, West Side Gun doing his verse, which is just totally dope as well. I don't have a lot to actually comment on any individual bars. He just sounds fly. He just hits it proper to me. It isn't that he doesn't say anything fly. It's that I don't have anything I can comment on what he says that is fly. That's just what it is. I gave this track a 4.75. As far as just the intensity and all of it, this is one of my favorite ones. If I were to say the best track on the album to me, it would be Empire probably. Just mostly because the beat is that exceptional in my opinion. I gave the song a 4.2. I thought it was cool. Something I did enjoy was how West Side Gun says... I'm the, uh, I'd be the greatest, rockin' Carl, large failed latest, got a key, make it another key, this shit amazing, most of the judges racist, trying to give me 15, 23, and one cages, uh, fig aces, but I like how he's, I like how he's kind of bringing up, like, a little bit of political stuff, kind of like how the judges are basing it on race, they're not really looking at what he's trying to do, they're looking at just, like, bi- maybe biased opinions or whatnot, so that was also cool. Um, Audi A9 looking like a spaceship. Now, it's cool how, like, spaceship rhymes with racist, but he's not really, and also Fig Aces, but I like how he's not really trying to make it all connect. Like, he's just out here just really laying down these bars, which is cool. Um, I like when he goes 100 plates, my runner, like to lick the resi off. Residue, that's why it was funny when they just started saying it. Using both hands when I let the desi off. To be fair... I knew Desi was a desert eagle, but I've never heard it called like that. And that was really interesting to me. I was like, that's the first time I've heard somebody use, like, another term to reference a desert eagle with this this way. So that was awesome to me. Fair enough. Is that the end? Yeah, that's so it. 4.2. I just have... I was just... It if I ruled the world. <laughs> yeah. Something, something. 15. I know that's not the same song. I feel like this actually samples the beat of If I Ruled the World. Yeah. Maybe it's just in my head, but I feel like I can hear the sample and I can hear how they flip the beat into this track. And that makes it cool because, yeah, I know If I Ruled the World, Naz and Lauren Hill, Ms. Lauren Hill, very disrespectful of me. And, yo, Lauren, Lauren just came to Montreal. And I didn't go see her because apparently Lauren doesn't always show up to shows. So I'm not dropping $90 to go to a show and Lauren might not come. Anyway. But she may be back with new music. That'd be cool. How do you feel about the last track on this album, this repurposed tra- uh, idea of If I Ruled the World, as in what these guys would do if they ruled the, wor- ruled the world? I like the idea. Um, to be fair, like the verses kind of still have the same type of energy to it. It's not like they really changed much in, in terms of what their content is. But I do like how they're ending this project of... Uh, dope dealing, gangsterism, you know, atmosphere, hood, ghettos, however you want to look at it. 
Uh, and this idea that what if we were to run the world like this? What do you like kind of this global question of like, what do you guys think if we ran the world like this, the, the type of energy and the vibes that y'all actually get from us, the actual type of lifestyle that you guys seem to flex with and vibe with? Is this, I kind of feel like they're asking, like, is this something y'all are interested in? Is this something that you're doing? But as well, they're also giving us their ideas of how they would try to run the world. I do think it's really uh, solidified on the chorus with West Side Gun, where he goes, if I ruled the world, I let the rat homies rot and let the real homies free. If I ruled the world, I take it back to 05 when Coke prices was 18 a key. If I ruled the world, uh, I rock the high top Griseldas with alligator straps that cost a G. If I rule the world, I keep a loaded Mac on me because everybody gonna wanna be me. And I like that idea. I like how he's trying to say like, yo, if I was in charge, we'd all be looking fly. We'd all be looking rich. We'd all be able to make our proper money off well, of certain- I don't know that he says we. I know that he says I a lot in that. In fact, I think it's more like, like I would be doing real well and therefore I'd have to watch my back because if I were to well, everybody would want to take my place because I'm the kingpin hmm. in that shit, you know? And I like that there is an integrity and there is this idea that the people who live right, they're going to be able to go out there and do their thing and the mm -hmm. snitches get locked up and the real ones is free. And, you know, we go back to when the drug distribution game was set up proper and the prices was nice and everybody going to make bank and I'm going to go back to, like, you know, this other light almost. Mm -hmm. Um, but like make it a, a proper game, not a bullshit game the way that it might be. And then, you know, in the West Side Guns, yeah, I guess that's just kind of what he does with the chorus, but it does take on the, the other song, If I Rode the World, where Nas maybe puts up this positive energy and things that would come on, right. you know, you know, uniting the hood and people could smoke pot in public. Guess what, Nas? And this is like the other side of it, like not not, not this like is the more bad like, side but like this is the other perspective i don't want to say the bad side either i want to say this is the perspective of if i the drug dealer person type figure could rule the world mm -hmm. i'd probably just set it up that i could do my thing proper you know and then in the verses you just get this like mindset almost putting in the type of person it is with the chorus with west side kind of dropping in the consequence of what it would be like if i ruled the world with mm -hmm. this type of person being explored in the verses or on this whole project you know He's the grimiest person ever. Iron in the D-squared leather. Fired at whoever. Retire people forever. Switch cheese them and six feet them. We don't play fair. We fifth squeezing. It's blick season. Wear a vest. We are attacked. So, like, you know, they're coming in. They're vicious. They're going to deal with the situations of people who oppose them. And this is their, their situation. Um, this is just how they kind of live in the world is how they're putting it forth, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying literally, I'm saying the characters being put forth in the music are this type of character. However, my favorite line is the absolute end of uh, Conway's first verse when he goes, Pot the chopper, you see the fire on the nozzle of it flashing. It's beautiful imagery because, you know, it's little explosions that propel the bullets. Uh, my young boy shot more people than you could possibly imagine. So he's got some youngsters, I suppose, youth that may be killers in the squad putting it out. This is how serious the situation is in my environment. Call it Hell on Earth. We reviewed that album because it's a good album. Go Mob Deep. Prodigy and Havoc. Those are the guys in Mob Deep who made the album. Anyway, it's a good album, by the way. You can also check out our review of Mob Deep's Hell on Earth. And we did uh, the other one before Hell on Earth, whose name I Infamous. Can't we did that one too, The Infamous. So we've done two Mob Deep reviews. That's what's up. Then Conway does like the second verse where I feel like he'll take you out if you oppose him and he sounds fly and whatnot. 
and then Westside Gun does the cook again, and, and the track kind of ends, and it's super solid. It's an amazing premise for a track, a way to flip the original idea and do something really cool with it. And I gave this one a 4.5. I thought it ended the album on absolutely proper. I gave, the, I gave this song a 4.2. Fair enough. To talk about quickly to sum up the album, I think this is a really good showcase of honestly what Griselda is in a nutshell. They come in with the fly rhymes, the great bars, excellent well, rapping. At least Conway and Westside. There was no Benny here. Doesn't matter. Griselda does this. This right. is what Griselda does. I mean, Conway and Benny sound different, but they do very similar things, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, and what we're seeing just is that. Like, it's a, it's a good project. It's just, if you're into this sound... If you like anything else they do, I can't imagine why you wouldn't also love this album. And um, in general, I thought it was super enjoyable. I thought it really showcased almost like a, a style of, like I feel like I like West Side Gun's writing on this more than maybe some of the more recent examples I've heard of them where I don't know if it's that it's worse or better or maybe I just understand it better the more that we've been reviewing it. Um, but I kind of really liked the writing on this. I thought it was really well done. The flows were really tight. The productions from Big Ghost LTD is ridiculous. Like, what's wrong with this album? Nothing. So it's it's pretty solid. It's a 4.512. And I say that, like, almost everything Griselda touches is probably classic level in terms of quality. Will they go down as classics? I don't know. But the reason I wouldn't call this a full and proper classic is because it's 20 minutes and it's short. But if this had been a full project or whatever, longer, I don't see how this isn't like classic tiered in terms of its quality. Right. Do you like it that much? I don't know, but it does everything it's supposed to be doing in this genre of music that it's in. And that's really impressive that every album they do sounds that quality. Impressive. That's all I'm trying to say. Nice. I gave the album a 4.25 on 5. I thought it was really a good album. I like uh this is technically my first conway project in terms of just having a lot of verse of him i wasn't on the last conway the machine uh review that you may have done by yourself um but it was super cool it was super dope and to be fair like now that i've kind of got a little bit of benny the butcher and a little bit of west side and, and and heard conway on certain projects i do understand them a little bit more i do understand where they're coming from and what they're trying to do so that was something that was really interesting and in a sense you can say we're doing our research on the internet in these videos in public with y'all 4.25 on 5 the, al the, 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 the album mixtape project is really really good really really good awesome so thank y'all for watching this totally appreciate you being here with us it's always fun to get to the end of these reviews and know yes i can go edit this now and then go record more podcasts because that's the plan for after we finish this one now nah, but for real it's amazing to get through these and to get to be like another album done like another exploration another situation completed and i'm um, so i'm grateful that y'all are here with us and i look forward to seeing your comments or what you have to what you think anything like that and we can have a conversation and as you know if you want to come at us with real criticisms i'm super open to it the one thing is if you say something like why are you reviewing this album i might be a little triggered and you might get a snarkier response from me uh but i will answer you because that's the fairness of this you have all the rights to think whatever you want about us on the internet and we have all the rights to respond beauty of the internet social 
part of social media. I don't know what my attitude is today, so I hope you guys don't take offense to that. Anyway, thank y'all. Um, feel free to like this video if you did. Feel free to subscribe to the channel for more reviews. And uh, special thanks to the patrons. is Milka Dempsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Burns, CJ Black, Hurricane, Lindo Williams, and Courtney Sparks. They're dope. The support will be due. They helped us get a new camera. They help. They're, they're the reason. If you're on Spotify and you're hearing this, that you're hearing this on Spotify, help us get a website set up soon. Uh, I try. I started dabbling with that. It, it, I ran into some tech issues. So it's going to take a minute to transfer domains and other such fun stuff. Anyway, thank y'all. It's been fun. I released an album a couple weeks ago. Working on new music. Chris has got new music. Everybody's fucking with stuff. You can check out their stuff on this channel. Thank y'all again. And. Uh, Live long and prosper. Peace.